Gospel of our Lord from St. John, the fourth chapter. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for the disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty forever. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, The hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, 
and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. This is the gospel of the Lord. My soul longs for the Lord in a weary land. Wells are dry and I am empty, only dust in my hands. How I yearn for streams of mercy, where my soul can be restored. Come and drink, Jesus calls me, and you Oh, Lord. 
incredulous. That is the word most applicable to the interaction of Jesus with the woman at the well. She finds herself in disbelief of Jesus' request of water from her, a Samaritan. She's in disbelief of his words and his teaching, and then in disbelief of his assertions and authority. The part that is most disbelieving is her boldness in debate of the Lord's words and approach. Incredulous that she would dare to debate and question. Well, she, she certainly felt the need to say that she knew her theology and her scripture. But to who is it that would cause her to question the way things are and the way she lives her life? Who is it that would call out her infractions in such a public way and with such authority know her deeds? Who is it that in the face of such ways, instead of rejection, would have her be on her way to the village and begin the gospel proclamation, I have found the Messiah. The woman at the well is not alone. The leaders of the time questioned in the same way. Who can forgive sins but God? They would ask. And then they would see that that statement was exactly right. It's exactly why God came in the person of Jesus. Incredulous. It's hard to understand a God who would sit and talk to such a woman, to give time to the one who frankly looks a lot like us. Yet like the woman at the well, the Lord knows our hearts, our lives, our will. He makes a promise of living water and spirit and truth, and with every promise our heart takes the steady look of Christ's work and moves from an incredulous stare to seeing a prophet proclaiming a Messiah. It's nearly hard to believe that Jesus meets us in such a way at the side of a water well. In the example of a lone woman standing there, but he has. He has met us at a water well, a place where his word drenches us with water and promise. The time has come for us in truth to truly worship. So come, let us worship him, the Messiah who calls us from an incredulous disbelief to a forgiven trust.
the isolated. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the sojourner, the refugee, and the immigrants among us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the spread of the word of God in our homes, city, and abroad. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For the sick, the infected, and the dying. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord God, you met the fears of your people with promise of deliverance. You defeated the enemy before us and strengthened our weakened faith. Turn our hearts and minds from the fear of uncertainty so that we may embrace the certainty of your son's cross and the assurance of his empty tomb. Grant us boldness of faith and steadiness in servanthood, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Special thanks to all those who contributed this week to Branched Out. Justin Beale, Janelle Beale, and Alex Johnson for sharing their music and musical abilities with us. And for our readers this week, Kate Gherkin, Joanne Seltz, and Steve Gherkin. <laughs>